Our scripture lesson today is Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 to 21. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The wild animals will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches. For I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I form for myself, so that they might declare my praise. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Oh, it is a chaotic time, isn't it? just seems to be one thing after another. It's become more than a running joke. It's just the cliche that we have already embraced. 2020 is a rough year, and it's not even over yet. Oh, what will the grand finale of this year look like? It is, as the metaphor we've already begun using in our service today, a wilderness, chaos, unruly, overgrown in some places and not grown enough in other places, wild. You know, uh, about a little over five years ago now, Kristen and I had the opportunity to go to the Holy Land. Uh, we went on a trip with some uh, people from the church we were working at at the time and some people from the Auburn Wesley Foundation and, uh, and uh, one of our professors and one of our mentors. And, and while we were there, uh, I mean, it was, it was just an incredible experience. I'm looking forward to going back sometime in my future. Uh, while we were there, we had the opportunity to actually travel into the Judean wilderness, the wilderness which Jesus retreated to for those uh, 40 days of fasting, the wilderness that is often referenced uh, in scriptures such as these, the place of untamed wildness. And, and I must say, it wasn't exactly what I expected. Typically, um, at least for me, might not be the same for you, whenever I think of wilderness, I, do, I think of uh, trees growing everywhere and branches and vines hanging down and this mist that settles over all of it, something like out of a Disney movie kind of wilderness. It's a uh, it's very different kind of wilderness in, uh, in the Middle East. It's, as you might expect, thinking about the Middle East, a lot of desert-ish area, a lot of dryness. Not a lot of trees. There are very few trees, and the trees that are there are pretty short. It's very dry. I mean, very dry. So dry, in fact, that really the only source of water naturally occurring that you can find out there is the uh, Dead Sea, which is appropriately named the Dead Sea because even that water is too terrible for you to feel refreshed through. It's salty. It's kind of oily. It's gross. Um, fascinating to swim in and painful at the same time. Um, but I say all that to say the wilderness that's referenced so much in Scripture, while different from the kind of wilderness we might imagine, has the same kind of understanding to it, that being in the wilderness, it is difficult to thrive because there is no order. There's only chaos. There is no structure. There is no rhyme or reason to the way that it's laid out. It is rough. It is abrasive. For this wilderness, it's dry. There is no way to really thrive in the wilderness. And so I think about 
the circumstances we find ourselves in in the year 2020, and it, it has all the makings of being the wilderness. All of the makings of being the wilderness. But we look out upon it, and yet there is still some amount of hope. There is hope in 2021, right? We know this year is going to end at some point. If it doesn't end with all of the chaos that's going on, it will at least end at midnight on January 1st, 2021. We will be in a whole new year, and hopefully, please, Lord, let it be a, ta a more tame year. But we know there is hope on the other side of this wilderness, that the wilderness does not last forever. It's simply getting through it. We're not being called to live in the wilderness. The Israelites, whenever they traversed through the wilderness to get to the promised land, were not called to settle in the wilderness. It is a place of transition. It is a place from which we go from one stage of our lives to another. That's how it was for the Israelites. Whenever they left Egypt, there was their time of bondage and slavery in Egypt and this time of oppression. And on the other side of the wilderness was the promised land and a new start for Israel. The same was true in the time of Isaiah, where our passage today comes from. That uh, Isaiah, who is in this time writing to uh, the, the Israelites who are in exile during this time, they, have, they are on the other side of the wilderness. They are in a foreign land, many of them as slaves or otherwise displaced and not able to return to their home. But on the other side of the wilderness from which they, they will traverse through in just a few short years from our passage here, they return home. They return back to what they knew. And it's not the same. It's not the same what they return back to. There is transition on the other side of the wilderness. And the same is true for Jesus. Jesus, whenever he was about to begin his ministry, ripe age of 30, retreated to the wilderness for 40 days to fast and to pray. And on the other side of the wilderness, when he came back through, he began his ministry, the ministry that would transform the world. But he wasn't the exact same person on the other side of it as the carpenter who went into it. Wilderness is a moment of transition. It is a place of preparation in some instances, but however we might think of it, we must understand the wilderness is not where we settle. It's not where we stay. It's not where we are called to live. We are called to the other side of the wilderness. And so we get to our verse in, in Isaiah here, where God, speaking through the prophet Isaiah, says, starting in verse 18, do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The wild animals will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches. For I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself so that they might declare my praise. God is about to do a new thing. Do you not perceive it? God is about to do 
a new thing. And so we are called, do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. This is going to be a challenge for us on the other side of this wilderness because all along the way, through all of 2020, we have been saying, I can't wait for things to get back to normal. Oh, how many times I've said that, how many times I imagine each of you have said that, I can't wait for things to get back to normal. But the wilderness is not something that takes us back to where we once were. Instead, it is some, a place that leads us on to a new thing, something slightly different and more often than not better. The promised land versus slavery in Egypt. The return back to home for the Israelites as opposed to exile and enslavement for the Israelites uh, in the period of the diaspora. Ministry to all the world compared to a life of carpentry for Jesus. The wilderness is that which takes us from one point in our lives on to something new. And God here speaks to us, says, I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. God is about to do a new thing in our lives, in our world. And we, right now, are in the moment of preparing for it. Last week, we talked about this concept of awakening and how the moment of awakening, the moment we wake from sleep, is a transition moment for us, a moment that transitions us from the unconscious moment of sleep to the conscious moment of a brand new day. And that moment of awakening is a crucial moment that decides our day. You might have heard waking up on the wrong side of the bed. Yes, that moment of waking up can really shape our day for the better or for the worse. And so this transition period that we are in right now, this moment of wilderness, this moment of awakening, this is crucial time for us to prepare ourselves for the day ahead for the promised land on the other side, for a transformed life that is waiting for us. God is about to do a new thing. Do we not perceive it? Can we not feel that God is preparing our world for something new? The question remains, will we live into that? Will we pursue God's new thing, or will we beg for things to return to normal, to how they were before? God says, do not remember the former things or consider the things of old because those are distractions for us. We can get so caught up in the way things used to be and oh, how often we cry out for things to be the way they used to be. The, the way things used to be will never again return to the way things will be. There's always something new. There's always a moment beyond the wilderness. But there's hope in this. That is the crucial message of what we, hear, what we receive here in, in Isaiah is that this new thing is not something for us to be afraid of. Rather, it is something for us to take comfort in. On the other side of the wilderness lies the oasis. God says, I'm about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. In other words, God is going to cut through the wilderness, going to cut through the dry land and bring for us that which we need, a bit of order in the midst of chaos, a bit of water in the midst of dryness. God is preparing for us the oasis. 
and even the wild animals will honor me in this. This is kind of a, a, a bit of a, a metaphor here that even those that aren't human, and whenever I say aren't human, even those which might not be at uh, considering the, this change the same way that we might be considering it, will, will cry out to God with praise, recognizing that God is doing something new, recognizing that God is doing something incredible for us, bringing this oasis. For I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people. God is preparing for us the oasis, for us to live into, for us to find rest in, for us to have hope in on the other side of the wilderness. We simply need to get through this time of transition and find ourselves in the comfort of the promised land, in the comfort of the oasis, in the rest and renewal of a life transformed. Words like new, words like transformed, are pretty common words to our faith. We talk about receiving new life. We talk about becoming a new creation. We talk about, uh, even in the very mission statements of the United Methodist Church, the transformation of the world. Newness and transformation can only come whenever we move beyond the former things, whenever we no longer cling to the things of old, whenever we are willing to persist through the wilderness, get to the other side, to the oasis. It requires a bit on our part not to cling to the way things used to be, not to desire to get back to normal, but to desire getting into the new normal into this new thing that God is doing. And all of this, all of this is within the frame of reference presented to us in verse 21. So that they might declare my praise, says the Lord. All of this, getting back into in-person worship, all of this that we are going through, all of this that God is preparing for us, this new thing that God is about to present to us, it is all for us to declare God's praise. So that's what we are being called to on the other side, to praise the Lord. And it is very difficult to praise the Lord if we cling to the things of the past because God, while we witness God in our past, God is always in the present, preparing the future. We cannot cling to a God who is behind us. We can only cling to the God who is beside us. That they might declare my praise, says the Lord. That is the purpose for the oasis. That is what awaits us on the other side of all of this. So, my challenge for us this week is to find hope in the new thing that God is doing, to find hope on the other side of the wilderness, to find hope in this moment of transition and transformation that on the other side lies the promised land, on the other side lies home, on the other side lies a transformed life, that we are being called to by the love of God who is working a new thing in our world and in our lives so that we might declare God's praise. My challenge is that we might find hope. Hope because 
if we have something to hope for, something to look forward to, we might be less inclined to remember the things of old or to consider the former things. We might be more inclined to pursue the future, to pursue the new thing God is doing for us rather than to cling to that which we found comfort in before. Let us find hope in the oasis beyond the wilderness. Let us praise God for this new thing that God is doing for us. Let us take the last few steps out of this wilderness into the oasis, the new thing that God has prepared for us that we might declare God's praise. And let us pray together.